It's Naughty by Natty, baby. What's up, everybody? Back again. Episode number 51. Can't believe it's been 51 weeks since I started this podcast. And yeah, it's fucking crazy. So thank you, everybody that's still listening and still supporting my podcast. I appreciate you all. Um, and especially the new people that haven't been here since day one. Thank you. Um, lately, I've been putting out a lot of band episodes. And um, I wanted to read a story from the Big Book of Orgasms. Because uh, I haven't been really doing, you know, the sexy, naughty fucking and sucking talk as much because I've had um, all these great bands that I've been interviewing which is great Um, yeah and if you're listening and you are a band member you can hit me up at naughtybynatty at gmail.com if you want to get yourself and or your entire band um, on the show and we can talk about your shit talk about your music share it talk about your tours or shows coming up Whatever you want to talk about. Um, but I'm going to throw in some sex questions too. So be prepared for that. Um, so let me see. Alright. <laughs> let me find a good juicy story for y'all. Juicy as in you're going to be juicy after reading this. Um... Let's do the big cat. Remember, I have not read any of these, so this is as new to me as it is to you. And let's see if um, I can try not to fuck up any words. Let me find this bitch. Alright. The Big Cat by Cecilia Duvel. Duvel? Already fucking up words. Alright. Josh climbed into the cab of the 385 CL hydraulic excavator, affectionately called the Big Cat, by his crew, thinking some alone time in the comfort of the air-conditioned cab would clear his head. He had sent the rest of the crew off-site for lunch to keep him from spending the entire time telling them what fuck-ups they were. That never did anything but piss them off and mess up the rest of the day even more. After the fiasco of the morning, broken gas line, and ensuing emergency shit that followed, he needed release. He pulled out his droid and opened his favorite free porn app. He hit play on a nice piece of girl-on-girl action and fumbled for the ignition on the rig. Just as he was about to turn the key, he noticed movement in the yard next to the project. He avoided paying attention to the poor slobs whose houses backed up onto the few <laughs> new four-lane road he was in charge of building. It was more than a pleasant surprise to see a woman on her knees weeding her flower garden. This alone wouldn't do much for him since gardening wasn't something he found exciting. But the rounded bikini-clad ass sticking up in the air practically begged for a spanking and a cock buried in it. His own cock was suddenly more than eager for some attention, and he clicked off his phone. Real life was so much better than a four-inch screen. Rather than risk alerting her to his (laughs) voyeuristic presence by cranking the engine, he cracked the door open to let some air in and fumbled with the zipper. 
Settling back into the deluxe seat, Josh began to stroke himself while he imagined being positioned right behind the woman's sweet, bare ass. His cock digging in deep and his hands taking turns slapping her ass until it was red. He could almost feel the cool milk's white of her skin. She shifted to the left, spreading her legs and opening up the view so Josh could see her bare labia. The bikini fabric was buried into her pussy and ass crack. He was sure the bits of fabric he could make out were, for, were dark from her juices soaking into them. He raked his thumb over the top of his cock and circled it, pretending she was giving him head and it was her tongue swirling around the tip. She shifted again, this time sitting up to a full kneeling position and shaking her hair off her shoulders. She pulled off her gloves and grabbed her long hair into a ponytail, looped it around itself and tied it into a knot. A new image of grabbing her by the hair and guiding her mouth on and off his cock to his own rhythm almost got him off, but a loud clunking on the ladder of the big cat made him practically jump out of his skin. He looked over the edge and saw Sam, one of his crew, climbing the steps up toward the cab. Panicking, Josh scrambled to stick his still rigid and oh-so-painful cock back into his car hearts. Josh was still fighting to pull his zipper up over his dick when Sam poked his head in the cab. Everything okay, boss? Sam said, but his eyes went wide when they landed on Josh's erection. Sam didn't say anything else for a second, and Josh was immobile, as if he'd been turned to stone and struck mute. His body ached with the need to come. He turned back to look at the near-naked woman who was again in her kneeling ass up in the air position. Sam followed his gaze. Oh, shit, Sam ex exhaled. And then Sam said something Josh did not expect. You know, I can help you with that. You can look at her and pretend my mouth is hers if you want. Joss hesitated. He started to shake his head, but Sam reached out and put a hand on Josh's cock. He had been so close to coming just seconds before. The following four hours would be painful if he didn't let Sam suck him to completion. No one knows I'm gay, Josh, and it can stay that way. Let me give you head and I won't tell anyone, including that hot bitch over there that you're peeping Tom. Sam said. Josh looked back over at the woman. She was struggling with the big weed and moving back and forth as she tugged at it. The motion was just the same as if he were pushing her on, her on and off his cock doggy style. He groaned. Josh nodded. Sam stepped down a couple of rungs on the rig. Josh hadn't had a guy give him head for a long time, not since he'd been in the service, and had found himself alone with a cock-loving corporal in the middle of fucking Iraq. Damn. He liked women, but getting head from a man who enjoyed giving it was about the best thing on the planet. A flat, full tongue and a deep throat were hard to resist. An experienced mouth on his cock would make him come in no time. Without moving his eyes from the woman's fine ass, he nodded his assent to Sam. Sam released Josh's still hard cock from the tan canvas work pants and went to work. Sam's tongue danced around the tip and dipped into the tiny hole of his urethra, teasing him. Then his warm, wet lips circled the head and slid over so slowly down the length of Josh's cock. Josh let his hand rest lightly on the back of Sam's neck as the younger man went to town. The woman swayed while she worked, and Josh imagined his cock buried deep in her pussy, then deep in her ass, and back in her pussy, back and forth from one hole to the next until he finally exploded his thick, hot spunk into Sam's mouth. Without thinking, he let out a loud, fuck yeah, as he came. Josh, Josh froze mid-hip thrust as he realized how loud it had been, eyes still glued on the woman. The woman sat up at the sound and looked around, her backyard as if expecting to see someone nearby. 
She didn't e she didn't e ugh, fuck. She didn't even lift her head above the fence toward the big cat, just shrugged and went back down on her knees. Josh let out the breath he'd been holding and released his hand from Sam's head. Sam gave Josh a few more licks and stood up right on the ladder. Thanks, boss, he said, wiping a bit of stray cum from his swollen lips. Josh grunted and looked down at the erection between Sam's legs. You know, I'm not into helping you with that, right? He asked. Oh, it's cool. I can handle it myself. Sam climbed down the ladder and disappeared into the woods near the work site. And that's it for the big cat. Honestly, I wasn't expecting uh, that at all. That was like... Yeah. I had no idea that was coming. Literally. <laughs> um... Yeah, that was a pretty fucking sexy story. <laughs> um, anywho, um, like I said, this one is going to be short and sweet. We're only like 10 minutes in. Um, I mean, I could read another story if you would like. Just in case that one made your boner or pussy dry and not hard <laughs> oh shit um but yeah let's see how about let me think of something naughty to say in another language alright so I'm gonna tell you the word and then I'm gonna attempt to say it by just reading it and then I'll Play how it's supposed to sound. So, Lek Mek Papa. Let's see what's supposed to be. <laughs> oh shit. Here we go. Lek Mech Papa. Lek Mech Papa. Lick me, Papa. Which means lick me, Daddy, in German. Lick me, Papa. Lick me, Daddy. Lick me, Papa. Anyways. <laughs> oh, fuck. Alright, so I got another. Okay, I had a co worker tell me this fucking thing, and it's called Two Kids in a Sandbox. And. This was just like bullshitting talk like after work in the parking lot of where I work. And he told me that he's seen this on a video, um, like a porn video. And basically, so this is going to be the position of the day, everybody. So write this down. <laughs> I don't suggest it. But anyways, so yeah, two kids in a sandbox. It's when a chick shoves a dildo in a dude's piss hole or pee hole and then splits it in half and that is two kids in the sandbox <laughs> yeah like I said I do not recommend that at all unless you're suicidal or really into pain and you don't care what happens to your dick because you'd most likely have to get sewn back shut <laughs> oh shit anyways um I will read another sexy time story since we're literally only fucking 12 minutes in this motherfucker. Alright, let's see. 
next? Uh, uh, um. Let's do squirt since we talk a lot about squirting on this podcast. Alright. Squirt. Who likes to squirt? She likes to squirt. Everybody likes to squirt, motherfucker. Alright, so this is Squirt by Evo Evoy Thorne. We've been trying to get each other to squirt for almost a year, ever since we watched some queer porn and saw Butches... Butches? <laughs> I just fucked that up. Butches and femmes alike come like fountains. I researched female orgasms online and found a book about female ejaculation. Since then, Mora and I have been trying to get each other to gush, but it hasn't happened yet. I have a good feeling about today. Mora and I have lived together for 12 years. I've heard that lesbians don't have much sex after being together for a while. I'm still waiting to see if that happens. She's older than me, starting menopause, so her libido is not as strong as it was when we first got together. I know she worries about how her body is changing with age. I think she's gorgeous. I love Mora like the seasons, constant in her changes. Today we hiked up into the mountains where we have a cabin. I built a fire and uncovered the furniture while Mora unpacked the food from our packs. Just watching her make me hor- just watching her makes me horny. I love the curve of her ass as she bends over, silver and brown hair curling around her ears and brushing her smooth shoulders. Rain still the dots the delicate skin above her breast. I want to lick it off. The food is all put away and now Mora has gone to the sex toys in my pack. She makes a big show of laying them out on the table. Dildos of varying sizes, a leather harness, our favorite vibrator, a gleaming still wand, a butt plug, a paddle, and some nipple clamps. Everything is black, red, or silver. It's not that we're kinky, we just like to accessorize. Mora is posing like a game show hostess, back arched to draw my attention to her breast and bottom arms spread wide. I'm thinking about how much I want to see her naked, and she grins when I blush. I adore this woman who can still make me flush when I'm checking her out. I used to be suave. To cover my discomfiture, I take her in my arms. We're about the same height, so we look right into each other's eyes. My work roughened hands cup her ass in the back of her head. The energy between us is electric, even after all these years. I think it's our heat that's making our clothes steam, until I realize that the fire in the wood stove has really taken. I say, hey baby, how about we take off our wet clothes and I'll rub all of the places that got sore on our hike. Mora kisses me, her tongue darting into my mouth. I open for her, feeling my cunt start to open as well. I lightly trap her tongue between my teeth and she breaks away laughing. Suddenly, we're both like teenagers, scrambling to get undressed as soon as the parents leave. Mora is leaving a semi-neat pile of clothes, but I'm tossing my things around the tiny cabin as I tear them off. When I'm down in my briefs, I turn to her fully nude. My breath catches in my throat. Yes, her body has changed some over 12 years, but she's still the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. She lies down on the bed in front of the fire. For just a second, I watch the play of light on her flesh, and then I grab the massage oil and join her. My hands are strong. I make my living working with them. 
Sure, there are a few calluses, but I can rub my girl forever. I work her over good, kneading her shoulders where her backpack sits. Mora groans. I work my way down her back, following the snake that's tattooed there to her butt. I massage her cheeks, my thumbs slipping into her crack as my palms apply pressure. She begins to lift up to meet me with her incredible yoga body. Slowly, I let my fingers graze her pussy. Mora freezes, ass in the air, while I softly trace her outer labia. Her lips part while I run my fingers back and forth. Her cunt glistens wetly in the firelight. Even so, I stop to pour lube all over my hand. I cup her with one hand, palm finding the hard numb nub of her clit. My other hand makes a fist against her opening. I slide two fingers inside her, stretching against her walls. Mora grinds against me and lowers her pelvis back down to the bed. I've been feeling like we have all the time in the world, but suddenly I really need to give her an orgasm. I move both of my hands, one outside, one inside, working as though I'm making spirals on my palm. Mora is writhing, her thigh muscles clenched tight. She's moaning little gasps and groans. I can feel her cunt starting to squeeze around my fingers, slowly and spematically at first, then rhythmic. Rolling contractions, that moment seems to go on forever, not last long enough. I love Mora so intensely, and I always want more. I roll her over, and I pin her arms over her head so I can kiss her face, whispering to her about how beautiful she is and how much I love her. I move down her body, burying my face in the soft hair of her armpits. As I go, I sniff and lick her unique scent and taste making me wild. I'm brutal with her breasts, grasping, sucking, pinching her nipples. I need more of her. I kneel between her legs, freshly lubed hand ready. Mora meets my eyes. Let's make you squirt, I say. She nods. My fingers find the spongy area inside her cunt. I thrust them in as deep as they will go and lift up while rocking my arm back and forth. She, she, she seems to go inward as though meditating. I get lost in the rhythm of my movement, her pussy and our breath. When her breathing speeds up a bit, so do I. Her spot is feeling very swollen and prominent. Random spasms and her flushed face tell me Mora is close. She starts to panic. I feel like I have to pee, but I want to come. I rub harder. That's just right, baby. Come for me. Let go. Let it flow. Rivulets of sweat meet between her breasts, and I tweak her nipples. I am so deep inside her, I am willing her orgasm with all of my beams. Mora gasps and cries out. I'm gonna come. Push my hand out, baby. Bear down. I let my hand slide out of her as her cunt starts to contract. As soon as I'm free, a stream of clear fluid arcs into the air from her pussy. You're doing it. You're gushing. Mora comes in spurts, my beautiful fountain of a woman. She looks transformed, freed, radiant in the firelight. She's laughing. I know I'll be next. And she does wicked things with her tongue. Damn, girl. That's the end of that one. Apparently that's how you get someone to squirt. So take notes, ladies and gents. Oh, shit. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to hit the microphone. Anyways, so, again, short and sweet, this is it. This is all you get today, guys. Um, now I just need to figure out a song I want to play. That's the hard part. Um, but, 
Let's see. Also, guys, if you don't know, you can support the podcast um, on the anchor link on the very bottom. It says something about supporting like a podcast somewhere. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you can pay ninety nine cents a month, four ninety nine or nine ninety nine a month, and all that goes to bands, merch, and I buy their songs to play on the show. Unless, of course, they just send them to me. Um, for, you know, being on the show. Because usually, sometimes I'll buy them, sometimes people will just send them to me out of the kindness of their hearts, and then I'll go back and, like, buy them later. Anywho, but yeah, if you would like to support the podcast, you should, because you're not only supporting the podcast, you're supporting local bands. And that's like supporting a local business, almost. So, do it. All right. How about we do a song called I Miss My Friends, and it's Goodbye Part 2, and it's by Darling Sky. So if you know who this band is, or have if you don't know who they are, you can go check them out at Bandcamp. And guess what? If you support my podcast, it would be going towards their merch or their songs so yeah here you go guys see you later talk to you next week or to myself and you'll be fucking listening to my bitch ass but yeah here it is i miss my friends by darling sky let's try that again i wish i could show you the songs that i've been working on like i used to
Damn, son, where'd you find this? If you're looking for any audio recording or you'd like to record your own podcast, please visit Cosmic Soup Recording, where you can turn your ideas into reality. Whether you're looking to record one song or a whole album, Cosmic Soup Recording will fit any budget. For more information, visit CosmicSoupRecording.com or call or text at 480-331-7687. That's 480-331-SOUP. Also available on all social media. Cosmic Soup Recording is located in Phoenix, Arizona, near 24th Street and Thomas. Call now for a free quote or to book your session today. <laughs>